Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hey everyone, it's Wendy. Thank you so much for joining me for this special edition of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. And you'll see why it's so special in just a minute. I am so excited to be here with you as always and want to bring you a little bit of information and a whole lot of resources tonight because I fully believe that the more we're equipped with resources, the more we can find our own resourcefulness. And there is a difference. A resource is a tool, whether that be a book, an educational experience, a phone number can be a resource, right? Those are all resources. And there's many, many more examples. Resourcefulness is just a little bit different. When we're talking about resourcefulness, it's one's ability to utilize their resources. And sometimes we fall back to just saying, oh, there's all these things I've read, or these all these things I've listened to, or there's all the, well, and that would really be it, right? Or all these people I've talked to, and I still can't make the change. I can't make it different. And the reality is, is that is a reality for some people, right? It's about the knowledge versus the action. And there is and needs to be a combination, especially when we're talking about something that's psychologically based, but action functional. So the psychological basis, right, is where we can talk about all of the feelings and the features around emotional eating. And the actionable function is the food, realistically. And then, you know, we can go back to the psychology of the feelings around weight and body. And then we could go back to an actionable function about exercise or taking care of one's body. So when we talk about that, you have to talk about resources and you have to talk about resourcefulness because you you need to have a combination of both and the ability to hold both of these things in order to really overcome emotional eating. You can't just sit back and read books and listen to podcasts, although obviously I clearly do this and I love doing this because I I believe that learning in these short excerpts that podcasts provide are radically helpful for people psychologically. I, I really believe in in the mission of podcasting, so to speak. Obviously, it's why I do it. However, if you only listen or read and you don't put things into action and you don't have a community for support, you are leaving yourself wide open for falling back and failing. When we look at something like emotional eating, when we look at something like overeating, or some people will call it food addiction, which again, many of you heard on my podcast that I don't necessarily believe in labeling at all food addiction. And I actually just attended a pretty amazing seminar last week by a PhD RD. She had more resources than I ever knew imagined on a variety of things around the neurobiology 
of overeating. I'm still diving into a lot of that reading. But she herself, even after reading all the research, really stated that she doesn't believe that you can be addicted to food. And I believe the same thing. There are some similarities when we talk about food addiction. We know that there are behavioral responses to certain foods that are similar to substances of abuse, alcohol, drugs. So the behavioral response, the, the desire to, or the compulsion or impulsion to eat a certain food, the mouth watering, the ability to taste it, smell it, sometimes touch it, that all of that, the reality is, is that can be similar to how an addict feels about a drug or a drink. We also know that food intake regulation and addiction rely on similar neurobiological activity. That means the brain functions similarly between substance abuse and food addiction. Third, we know that individuals suffering from obesity or addiction show similar neurochemical and brain activation patterns. Even with all of that knowledge, so what I'm saying in all of that, right, is that there's things in the brain that light up the same way around food for people who have overeating issues that are similar to parts of people's brain that lights up, so to speak, when they think about an alcoholic thinks about alcohol. So you can see some neurobiological and biochemical patterns that are similar. However, we do understand, and the, the more I've been in this field, the more I disembark on labeling people from food addiction to you are a diabetic or you are an anorexic or you are a bulimic or you are uh, a binge eater. I continue to, to move away from labeling people because that identity and that identity construct, that's what takes people down. When I have heard people label themselves as a food addict, I have heard of the shame right immediately. There is nothing else they need to say because the shame is so enormous. And the truth is, when we have shame, we can't do good for ourselves because we feel bad. When we feel bad about ourselves, we do bad for ourselves, right? So. Even though there's all these similarities, we also recognize that there just isn't the same chemical pattern or makeup in what the body and how the body holds food that it does with alcohol or drugs. Various drugs have obviously different reactions. But, but the, the truth is when we talk about food addiction, you, that label puts people in such a shame cycle and perspective that you will tumble so fast and so hard. You will either abstain or you will tumble. You will abstain and you will tumble. And your life will become a series of that. So food addiction and the nature of it, I do understand the symbiosis between food addiction and drug and alcohol addiction, but I also don't believe that it's 100% correlated in the same dynamic. That being said, we know, and I know, and many of my clients have told me the same thing, getting over your overeating is the hardest thing you can do. I understand 
releasing an addiction from alcohol or drugs is very intense and it's so difficult and I've watched family members and friends go through it as well as clients alike and it's terrible. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. However, I have also witnessed what my clients have gone through in trying to change their relationship with food, whether it be anorexia, bulimia, or overeating. And it is so hard. Sometimes, I believe, way harder than other substances because you have to eat a number of times a day and there's food always around you unless you work from home and you keep your kitchen pantry clear of everything and you only get what you need for that day at that time. You are constantly shown food in a plethora of ways. And it's a constant learning and struggle and understanding in how to do this. And so the reality is, that's the reality of overeating. And it is difficult and it is tough. And I know it can be done. However, the people that I've had the honor of working with that have gotten through it have utilized both components of resources and resourcefulness. And so that would look like things like reading books, listening to podcasts, talking to people, right? And so those are the resources. The cool thing is, is I have begun to launch, and it will be out in the next few weeks, my fourth book, but this book all around emotional eating. And it will be an experiential workbook. I'm so excited about this work. It is my favorite one by far. I don't know how many more books I'll do in my career, but this one by far is my favorite because it embodies a number of things that I've utilized over the last 30 years, things that I've learned, and then experiments and activities that you can utilize at home to really help you overcome your emotional eating. It's dynamic, it's interactive, and I really love it for that, as well as giving you some knowledge, right, the tool. Coupled with that, so so that can enable some resource and some resourcefulness because you've got to do the activities and the experiments. I have also, on the back end of this year, I said it was coming, and it is. It's coming. November 7th, on Thursday, I launched my new immersive group coaching program. And what we're going to do is we're going to embark on this journey, eight weeks of working through components that I've put in this workbook, each week a different topic. Each week we will form as a community and help each other move further and forward along our continuum of getting overcome, of overcoming, I should say, right? Not getting, but overcoming our emotional eating and moving in that group format as these as we move into 2023 you're going to see these groups continue on different dynamics I wanted to do an eight-week group this time for the holiday season so many people have difficulties at the holiday time if this is your time that's hard for you this is the group for you we will obviously skip the week of Thanksgiving and we will be done the week after Christmas, but we will travel through this time period together, embarking on this journey of community and support, knowledge, resources, and resourcefulness. It is the way to get better. It is the way to overcome your emotional eating. It is the time to do it because 
the reality is when we talk about the holidays, these holidays are something else and they are difficult for many people. It's why I decided to launch now because so many people sit at home and struggle with this throughout the holidays and continue that shame cycle until they pop up January 1 and try to, to recover from this, which makes it even more difficult. So I wanted to bring you all something that you could utilize through the holidays from resources to resourcefulness to group, community, action, knowledge, behavior, activities, experiments, and things that you can do by yourself, for yourself, with yourself, or in community group, which I believe is one of the best ways to heal anything that relishes or looks like addiction. Group is radically impactful. I've seen people heal from group time and again. Individual sessions are amazing and I love my individual clients, but I also have recognized that forming a group surrounding you can be magnanimous and can help people really move to the next level. In 2023, I am going to be launching some other ways that you can tap into community with each other and for each other through these groups and throughout the whole year, realistically, so that you can go on this journey and really truly overcome your emotional eating and take it to different levels, different groups, and different ways that I can serve you to change your behaviors so that you can feel good and do good for yourself. Please check out www.wendyfrancis.com so that you can take a look at the new book as it arrives, as well as click on the top button. You'll see new group coaching coming November 7th. Join now. Click that button and it will take you through a series, a video series, and understanding more about what the group entails. I told you a little bit tonight, but so you can see it for yourself. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited for this launch and I'm excited for what's coming in 2023. But the time really is now because this is the time where everybody struggles. And in order to overcome your emotional, you've got those take those steps of resources and resourcefulness. I'll be here with you on your journey every step of the way and you will have other people with you as well going through it who know what it's like and we will grow this community and platform so that you all have the voice that you deserve to get better there's no more shame there's no more fear there's no more frustration there's no more i have diabetes but i have sleep apnea but now is the time now is the time you can get better you can overcome your emotional eating. Check out my website, www.wendyfrancis.com for more information. I'd love to see you join me for this new immersive group coaching we have coming up. As the book comes out, I will continue to bring more information as soon as it's launched and we'll get it up and running so that you can begin to start utilizing that resource that's going to be really effective and impactful so that you can continue to overcome your emotional eating. 
As always, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for taking this time out for you to listen to something different and to learn and to use a resource. Impacting your knowledge can impact your action if you move the obstacle out of the way. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.